Hello, producer Matt. Hi, how are you? I'm good. You were telling me something pretty exciting, and I thought it would be an interesting uh, thing to tell the listeners who are listening right now. Yes. Um, well, the news is if you actually don't want to hear from me again mm. in this context with ads, all you have to do is join the Patreon and you can get an ad-free office hours experience. So right now, there's rubes listening who are not paying, but they're listening to ads after ads. Yeah, such as this. They're I don't listen to the ads. Time. I don't pay attention to that aspect of the show. Yeah, but you're well, telling me there are ads in in this podcast. Oh, the whoever's hearing this right now, their experience of office hours is littered with ads. Yuck. So, but you want to listen to it ad free? Where do you do? What do you do? You just go to patreon.com slash office hours live. What's that going to cost me? Hundreds of dollars? Oh, not even close. Not even for $55, you can get a whole year of office hours entertainment. $55. What that's, well, that's uh, how much you can, you can do it for $5 a month, correct? If you're a fool. Right. (laughs) You would pay. You'd pay $60 for a year at right. $5 a month. Dripping dripping the money in every week. Yeah, like a fool. Or you can just want, you know, cut your check. Sign up for the year because we're not going anywhere. No, we'll be right here. And if you pay, then you don't have to hear this kind of junk anymore. Ad free for patron subscribers. That's big. No. Let's lock the gates and start the show. I like having fun. I like to laugh. I like to meet people who can make me laugh. I like having fun. Yes, I like to laugh. I like having fun. What is this? People who laugh. Not come on this trip. All right. Enough. Fade it down, guys. Fade it down. Jesus. Why does this, uh, just fade it down? Typically, it's the part where, uh, this is the longest, uh, uh, intro music of any program, yet this is not the most successful program, and you have no reason. <coughs> Stop it! Jesus. All right. This is, okay. Welcome, everyone, to Office Hours Live. Uh, Tim Heidecker is not here this week, as you may uh, have noticed, uh, and so uh, we have... So we have uh, myself, uh, Jesus, loud Hi there. Days, uh, trying uh, to uh, <coughs> really uh, salvage what is a very somber, sad uh, situation. Uh, unfortunately, with Tim not here, uh, there's really no option but for the show uh, to be uh, really disappointing or a poor... Poor quality, because you guys are used to working with him. You can't just replace a beloved host 
with anybody, with a random person, uh, any more than you can, uh, if your dog runs away, you can't just go get another dog. And so we're what we're looking at is trying to keep things moving here, but the odds are against us, folks. We I, I brought in some of my rock and roll friends to try to spice things up, liven it up with that type of energy, but uh, I'm feeling that we're already at a big disadvantage. These guys were in a bad mood. Yeah! Stop! Stop that. Well, typically, have you seen the show before, no. Neil? <laughs> no, I haven't. Um. But I, I wouldn't watch a show where people keep interrupting with obnoxious sounds. They didn't do that on uh, The Tonight Show, I can tell you that. He didn't have a couple of assholes behind a desk uh, putting crap in his ears so he can't focus yeah, on the job at hand, which is to try to interview the guests. We're just a couple of McMen. Anyway, we've got a lot of special uh, things here, despite some of the technical issues we're having with uh, Doug's uh, god-awful music blaring in my ear. We're going to give away a T-shirt, I think, and uh, talk to our <laughs> guests. We're giving away a T-shirt? Well, I don't know. <laughs> you just assumed that? something like that would happen? We're going to give away a T-shirt. Okay. Uh, do, so people can call okay. in for the T-shirt, and uh, I guess we'll take the 10th call gets the T-shirt, I guess. I don't know. Do we have a phone? Stop it! Stop don't do that. Do you want to go to a call to see if they, they win the shirt? No. Uh, we've got some guests here today. Uh, we actually have several guests. That's how you do it. That's how you put on uh, a show that people want to watch. It's not by having claptrap blare in the ears of not only the host, probably the viewers as well. And then we'll do our T-shirt giveaway. And we're also possibly going to give away some uh, timeshare condominium uh, vouchers as well that Vic is involved with. Should I just walk out the door and you guys can play your, your garbage music? You know, you're doing great. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. We just we just kind of like to add a little spice to the show. So well, uh, this this spice is more like monosodium glutamate. This is not a good. Spice. This isn't cumin. You don't play uh, garbage music well, MS in someone's ear. MSG actually makes food taste better. So no, it doesn't. I would take it that stimulates as a right, the, the mm. taste buds. In, it, it's it's sort of an artificial feeling. It's like uh, ramming a candle up your ass. You know, that's not ideal. Uh, in uh, as opposed to you know some sort of romantic uh, relationship. What, 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 Stop. What, what, what? Okay, uh, we've got. Should we just do the... We've got some guests here today. Make me uh, laugh. Go. What? Let's talk... Sorry, we'll talk uh, to the guests. You know, you, you guys should be fired. Fire well, up. we can't be. We have tenure. You don't come on to a show and, and have two, quite frankly, obnoxious. And they seem like nice guys, but then they're playing this stuff. Very nice beforehand. They offered me a cup of tea, and then and then just, just I can turn you off. Okay, uh, we've got a couple of get. Well, we've got several guests here today, um, and uh, I guess we can talk. Do we have to do anything else? You can you can talk to our guests. Sure. Yeah. All right. 
All right. Intro music. Uh, we got a couple guys here from a couple, uh, well, I, I guess you'd call these bad boy bands, bad, the bad boys of rock type of music, uh, Mr. Bungle and the Melvins. We've got Trevor Dunn over here on the left. I guess it's his right. And then on my right, we've got Buzz Osborne from the Melvins, yeah. uh, a group that honestly, uh, I got maced at one of your shows. <laughs> uh, so that wasn't a good experience, but the music was fine. It was just, you don't want to be listening to it while you're trying to pull your eyes out of your skull because someone has sprayed mace in your Why face. does he get maced, uh, Neil? Well, this, this was at a house, was it, or an apartment, really. Uh, it was a Halloween party in San Francisco in the Mission, which is a filthy, filthy part of town. And uh, some weirdo, honestly, came up into this... And these people, why would you have a house where you have a party with 500 people crammed into your apartment? Of course, the toilets are overflowing and everything's a mess. And then some weirdo off the street comes in and he honestly started groping one of these girls that was just there. And myself and another person went and said, hey, you can't do this. And he pulled out the mace and sprayed us in the face. And then ran down the stairs. Well, you you were oblivious. You were playing your music in the living room. Do you remember this show? I think it was high. Okay, well, that's a possible. So you are one of the bad boys of rock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what constitutes a bad boy rock band? Are you guys in bad? What is it? What's a, what's a bad boy rock band? We don't care about anything. So it's just a hate. Hate everybody. Hate. Our hate knows no bounds. So you hate the audience. Hate everyone. Hate the other people in the band. Started with our parents. And there's a bad boy <laughs> rock band. I mean, do they drink? Do they throw up? What do they do? Do they cramp on stage? What? Who is a bad boy? Is it Rolling their, Stones? Is that a bad boy they band? They drink their throw up. They drink their throw up. So that's like ACDC, that guy. He was a bad boy. That's yeah. Right. He's gone. And I went to his grave. So I think I. you were there. That's right. We went to his grave in Perth, Australia. That's right. On the Mr. Bungle In the middle of the night. In the middle of, we jumped a fence. Yep. Well, we didn't drink our vomit. <laughs> but uh, what, so, what, but are some, what, is, what is it, like, who are some of the bad boys, the bad boy rock bands? You have, I don't really pay, all, I, I don't really pay much attention, do you? Is it a drug addiction? How do you become a bad boy, a bad boy band? How do you become? Uh, you know, just, it's just an attitude thing. It's a bad you kinda, attitude. You kind of grow into it. Horrible teachers... Horrible parents, uh, horrible people surrounding you. Like the management. Yes, that's it. Oh, this is bad. Bo- this isn't. This is yeah. reggae. This isn't rock and roll. You guys are screwing up the cues. <laughs> Can we get some bad boy rock? Bad boy rock and roll. Ray Davies and the Kinks. That. There we go. Um, but to me, the bad boy, bad boy rock sounds like children. So that's embarrassing. For these guys, especially you get the Rolling Stones, they're old as hell and they're acting like children. They never grew up. I think In Sync is more of a bad boy. They're bad. When do they do that was so right. bad? Aren't, isn't that a bad boy band? Or isn't that what they're called? I mean, they're a boy. It's bad music, right? Maybe that's all. Definitely it bad music. To. Are they bad? Is it bad music? Um, that's the bad part. So you guys. <laughs> Together, did a tour. Now, I'm impressed with this because I've done a lot of shows, as you guys know, but not as many as the Melvins. These guys are in the Guinness Book of World Records, I'm pretty sure. Um, um, we drank a lot of Guinness. It, who are the funding? They fund the record book. 
But um, they do, which tells you how legitimate it really is. That the beer company, yeah, it's a is, beer is company tracking. But we didn't. The we aren't actually in it, right? I don't no, know we, we had to. We, we were told after we set the record, we were told we had to pay to be in the record book. You're kidding me. No, our last, the last show of that tour was in Hawaii, and we were supposed to fly out someone from Guinness and pay them. I can't thousands of dollars in order to. So there is no God. And we said no. The record was we played all 50 states plus D.C. in 51 days. And we did it. And they did it. And and so you drove through 48 states and flew to a couple of them. Started in Alaska. Mm -hmm. And then where did you go from Alaska? Seattle. There's one flight. So you flew from Alaska to Seattle. There's one flight at 2 in the morning to Seattle from Alaska. So we played our show and left. That's what we did. Yeah. Oh, that's right. The same night. Mm Mm-hmm. Forgot what was the wor- worst show of that 50 state? What's they the were worst all state? bad. They were all bad. <laughs> there had to be a worst one. <laughs> you mean the sh- worst state? Um, that, most of them are about what you'd expect. Like a Tuesday night in South Dakota would it be about what you would expect. Okay, okay. West, Virginia. Where we West Virginia. West Virginia was good. It was r- r- raging. People on a, probably crist- a combination of crystal meth and... Uh, Cheap vodka. And the stage was about two feet high, and I remember I was playing upright bass in this version of the band, and I was worried the whole show that I was my bass and myself were going to get crushed because the crowd was right up against us, and they were out of their minds. What about Wyoming? Nobody goes to Wyoming. I've, I've never done a show there. Oh, God, I remember Cheyenne. Wyoming. Cheyenne. We played Cheyenne. It was, like a, it was like a community center with a bar in the back, right? Was that yeah. The place? Yeah. It was great. It was a really good show. I, we haven't been back, but I would go back. It was better than you'd think, mm-hmm. that place, you know. I find that with some of the smaller places, that they're better than you think. And you never know. the ones are worse. You never know. Sometimes you know. people are, yeah, they're they're hungry, as they say. Yeah, that was a fun tour. And it's like, you know, once you get into about show 46, 47, you're like, if something happens now, there's no goddamn way I'm doing this again. <laughs> so we have to finish this. And we did in the last week... We got two flat tires. In one right? day. Yeah. And we <laughs> almost didn't make it to... Phoenix. Phoenix, that's right. Was it the same nail? Because you could have a tack or a nail, and you run over it the first tire, and then the one <laughs> right behind it hits you. There's two front tires. Okay. I think somebody did it on purpose. That's what we think. So That's what I think. Did you have any trouble with law enforcement on this tour? I always have trouble with law enforcement. <laughs> it never fails. You know? I and like if, that one. If someone's going to get randomly searched, it's going to be me. When you guys are on tour, and you're selling a lot of T-shirts, I'm sure, probably more than CDs. That's what I hate about audiences. Don't buy the T-shirt, buy the album. That's what we put our work into. We don't care about the stinking T-shirt. Don't buy it. But you probably sell a lot of the T-shirts anyway, and a lot of the records and souvenirs, and you collect all this cash. You're carrying around all this cash. Did you ever get pulled over by the police and uh, be the victim of the uh, uh, asset uh, forfeiture? Never had that happen, no. But I did get pulled over at a, we we got pulled over at a hunter's checkpoint. Ooh. And they tore the entire van apart. But fortunately, at that point, we didn't have any, uh, didn't have a lot of money on us. But they were looking for everything. Because you've got to watch out now, except in uh, Nebraska and New Mexico and one other state. I don't remember. The police, can, if they find cash, they can say, we think this is probably drug money. So we're going to keep it, and if you want to get it back, you have to prove that it's not. 
Who does not lose money? money all the, yeah, it's horrible. Look up Asset Forfeiture. No, 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 I'm sure. It's horrible. Oklahoma is the worst. Oklahoma. They'll do it to you all the time. So you got to get rid of your cash. And, and That's you can not get hard a, But you got to get a lawyer, and you're going to lose half the cash anyway. And what they just do this because they know they can do it. And we it's just awful. we just spend it on frivolous shit as soon as we get it. So we don't like have to at worry the about gas it. stations. Yeah, exactly. anything frivolous. Fig Newtons. Frivolously blow it on garbage. Stickers. Anything. Yeah. One time we were in Vegas, and we lost seven thousand dollars in one hand of blackjack. Okay. <laughs> I was waiting. I knew. I knew he would have something for that. Was good. These are getting better now. You're not playing the Grateful Dead. I'm starting to enjoy the sounds in my hand. And that was Turning the only around. hand of blackjack we played in Vegas. When we walked out. So you just put down seven grand. Boom. Done. Lost it. Gone. So you are one of the bad boys That's of it. rock and roll. <laughs> That's it. Actually, this is not related to either of us, really. But I know a guy who was on tour with a band, and he, the whole tour he was saying, when I get to Vegas, I'm going to put all the money I make on this tour on Red 17. And um, they lost got, it. They got, to, lost they got it. to Vegas, and, you know, I don't know, he had like... It was like a jazz group or something, so he didn't have so he that had about much money. eight bucks. Yeah, <laughs> no, he had several thousand dollars, but he he, chick- he chickened out, and instead chickened he just out. put like five bucks on, and he hit red seventeen. What a what a <laughs> dumbass! Wow. Yeah, what a jerk! <laughs> and he's out of your life. You cut him out of your yeah, life. I hope so. That was it. Yeah, you never played with him again, right? I did. I did a tour with a rock and roll band, <laughs> and this was like thirty shows. What band? Over, what band? I can't give the name because it's a humiliating story for White them. Snake? It's a band you've never heard of. White Snake. <laughs> yeah, it was White Snake. <laughs> anyway, these guys, they did the whole tour, and it was, it was like one show to go out of 30 shows. And they stopped to get gas in Canada, and they had their little cash bag, and they went in and paid for the gas, and the guy left the cash bag on the counter, and then they drove, and 100 miles later, he said, Oh, shit, we blew it. I, what? They drove back, and the gas station attendant said, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and that was that, a month down the toilet for these idiots. They didn't beat it out of him? No, these guys were, they weren't bad boys. Well, you know, one they, thing, they were the, like the Canadians eggheads. don't have guns. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah, but they have fists. And there was bite. more of them. There was one you. guy. They just let him rip them off. It was a trio. Off. It was a trio. They just let him rip them off. Right, you were touring with Rush, and they left their cash on the <laughs> counter. That's what happened. <laughs> Rush. There's a band we've never heard of. Rush. I we did actually, a show, we I did a with, show with a guy from we, Rush, the We drummer. played with Rush. Where, Where was this? We did uh, some shows in California with him a long time ago. California, Canada? Yeah, California, Canada. <laughs> yeah, it's on the East Coast. And, and how, <laughs> It's all how, French. How was that? What happened? Tell it me. It was sh- terrible. They were a bunch of assholes. No, um... The two guys were nice, but the drummer never said a word to us. Nothing. It's like hmm. we weren't even there. And they said he was sick. That's why he couldn't talk to us. And that's when I knew that he was a heroin addict. Because <laughs> <laughs> what else could it be? I mean, uh, I saw the documentary. Apparently, he's just got, uh, he's shy. He's dead now. He's introverted. Shy right, in the rock it. world is, a, is the key for heroin. That means heroin? Okay. <laughs> He's shy. That's all you know. Oh, he's, he's another one of these shy guys. Axl Rose is very shy. Is he? Not on stage. He saves his energy. He's a heroin addict. <laughs> okay. 
right? Shy actually stands for strung out on heroin. heroin. Yo. <laughs> Who are some of the old school entertainers that were heroin addicts? You got any? Just name any one. Name one. I like Don Rickles. Heroin addict. <laughs> Fully heroin Don addict. Rickles, still the probably. worst. One of the worst heroin addicts. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so that's why he's so angry. He's dead. So the stress angry and dead. finally died from his addiction. <laughs> How was he? Oh, was it 100? 100? I think he was 100. I, I did see Don Rickles once. He seemed fine. He didn't seem on drugs. <laughs> that's because you were on drugs. I was not. Speaking I'm of drugs. I never on drugs. Wrong. Remember, the, remember what happened in Denver when we pulled up to our hotel? Gosh, um, no. Yeah. Oh, we uh, so yeah, speaking of drugs. Speaking of right. drugs, so we so we checked into on our the, hotel on, on the fifty and 50, 51 tour. Yeah, this, so this was early. So we right? pl- yeah, it was relatively early in the tour. We we checked into the hotel, which was like a Holiday Inn, just type outside of hotel. Of, yeah, yeah, like a Holiday hotel. Inn. That means a Holiday Inn Express. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it might have been. And then did the show, and then but not not a super fancy hotel by any means. Right. You know? Right. Um, a road hotel. Holiday Inn is pretty fancy. But not by, you know, okay, well, you'll see. You'll see what we mean. <laughs> so then we do the show. Then we drive back to go back, go to sleep at the hotel. And we get there, and there's a huge entourage of there's – a, there's a detour into the hotel. There's all these the people checking under the car for – under the van for bombs. There's dogs. A, an army of black SUVs. Yeah, and we have no idea what's going on. And then we're <laughs> what like – then we somebody remember like oh right Obama's in town right now he's in Denver maybe you know we were just kind of joking around then we get out we go into the hotel and they got uh, they make uh, us go through metal detector. metal detector like you're at an airport yeah full on and our sound guy we're in line to go through the metal detector and our sound guy's like oh shit I just somebody gave me some weed at the show and somebody I, gave me <laughs> weed. I love that because he certainly wouldn't buy any weed <laughs> and, um, so he. He actually told one of the security personnel, he's like, hey, uh, I have this some weed in my pocket. And they, they kind of talked amongst each other for a moment, and then they <laughs> said... They, then they divvied Then it they up. said, ah, we don't care about that, just go, <laughs> go ahead. So was it Obama, or was it just blind to me? It was, it was, it was Obama. It was Obama. The whole, <laughs> the whole top floor, it was one of those hotels... Fucking Obama! It was one of those hotels that had a big, uh, what do you call it, like a... Circular... Um, yeah, like a, a balcony at the top, you could see all the way up, you know? And the top floor was completely covered in a black curtain. And there were these sketchy looking, you know, men in black stationed all around. Everywhere. And us. It's the same stuff Blind Melon does. So here's the thing. He's the president. (laughs) And that's the best they can do for him. Everything else was booked. (laughs) Everything else was booked. (laughs) The reservations fell through. I was like, you got to be kidding me. I'd be pissed. Put me on Air Force One right now. I ain't staying in this fucking place. No way. <laughs> well, some of the chains, you know, there's an inconsistency. That Holiday Inn might have been better than a Four Seasons. You don't know. <laughs> might have been. The, you know, there's no. But then I, we thought, we thought, well, that would be the last place you would imagine yeah, the president would be too, staying. Right? So I didn't play sight. That's a theory. You know, yeah. Um, which hotel chains do you think have gone to seed during the time that you've been a, a touring musician? Motel 6. Yes. It oh, should yeah. be $6 because that's what it's worth. Because they, they uh, put the parolees in there now. Long-term <laughs> uh, parole and the drug addicts that you were talking about <laughs> earlier. Uh, the drug addicts and also some of the child molesters that can't get a home because then they end up on the, the sex registry and then no people are like I don't want to I don't want this guy in this neighborhood, yeah. so they put him in the Motel Six. 
It's Makes bad. Sense. And they, don't, did they even do the ad still that, that talk about bringing your family there? Because that's... Um. <laughs> I don't watch TV. Depends on the family. I suppose so. <laughs> Is that the one that leaving the light on all the time and wasting the <laughs> Leave energy? Leave the light on. Yes. <laughs> Leave the light on so you can don't that's step the, in the syringe. That's for the cockroaches. That's for the cockroaches. <laughs> We leave oh, yeah. the light on so They're, the cockroach is high. That's, that's what it is. You know you're all right. You turn that thing off, you're in big trouble. But they did rip up the carpeting now. The Motel 6s have a, a wooden floor, which is easier because then they're not soaked in semen and vomit. And <laughs> it's easier, easier to wipe up the uh, drug yeah. residue. It's to the black tar heroin. Blood right and black tar heroin. They just go in there in the morning with a huge with bleach, just spray the whole thing down. Yeah. The hose. Can you guys play some um, uh, little bits, little sounds? Yeah, I guess that. Um, <laughs> I guess they're called sound. They won't do it now. Sound bits or sound. Sh- here we go. There you go. That would uh, sort of give our our viewers and listeners uh, sort of the experience of being very sick from drug addiction uh, and checking into one of these Motel Six uh, hotels. Just play, and- just play Guns and Roses. <laughs> I got it right here. There it is. There it is. That's it. Boom. (laughs) Really, truly unpleasant. That was a (laughs) nauseating sound collage. (laughs) Well, I I hate to interrupt, but... um, should oh, we, wait, should we, we, did we not do the, the city of the day? Yet? I've got to have the city, city of the day. We've got to do the city of the day, guys. City, city of the day, which the I'm sure these guys the have played in the city of the day. City of the Day is brought to you today by our sponsor, Three Dog Night Dog Food. Three Dog Night is an American band who have been satisfying audiences since 1967. Now they've teamed up with top veterinarians to develop Three Dog Night Dog Food, gourmet canned chunks that are satisfying hungry dogs across the land. Mama told me not to come over without a can. Spread joy to the world by picking up a case today from your favorite pet food retailer and selected music stores. <sighs> Three anyway, dog night. Um, a dog dish? What's what, the city? I, I see that it's 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 uh, it's city made out of, of um, recycled circus elephants. Is that is that what? Hopefully, the, well, they're getting uh, they're getting scraps from the renderer, so that could include euthanized pets. Uh, could include uh, deceased circus elephants. So elephants is good for, that's a healthy uh, meat for a dog? Well, when you're rendering meat, it, it no longer really is distinguishable, and so the nutritional content is gone. It's just the oils mm-hmm. and the fats. So really the circus elephant is going to be as useful to eat as the euthanized <laughs> uh, dog would be uh, when it comes to pet food. Um, because, well, I have a question uh, for you, Neil. Um Will this dog food help your dog go number two? Because one is the loneliest number. One. That's a three dog night song, right? So yep. one is the loneliest number in, in, in the toilet bowl is what you're saying? Right, what? yeah. 
So the, the urine is lonely in the toilet bowl? And if you had unless number... The, unless the number two joint... I mean, this is bad music, guys. <laughs> Three dog night. Well, Jeremiah That's... was my bulldog, and he ate... Um... Three dog night dog food. And? And how's he doing? Just wanted to say that. Why is he was your bulldog? What happened to him? Got he was a bulldog, own. yeah. Jeremiah was a bulldog. But he passed on? Bullfrog. He unfriended him. <laughs> uh, all right, we got to do the city of the day. I don't even know. I think the, the elephant meat. Uh, We've got a prediction, I guess. Somebody's predicting this. That's a sad life yes. when you're predicting <laughs> cities of the day. Yeah, Ryan. Well, Ryan come Ferris. on, man. It's city of the and day. Ryan Ferris. Let me know if you can hear me. Unfortunately. Not too sad because I am on location in Idaho. at the city of the day today. Idaho. Um, we are uh, at the... Uh, no, but... Fun fact real quick, I know you guys like Seltzer, and Leo Seltzer, um, creator of Roller Derby, was born here, and uh, at, at one point in time, L. Ron Hubbard uh, um, was around, and if I'm wrong, uh, I guess hell in a thing I can do about it, because we are in Helena, Montana. Well, I wish I had a whipped cream pie to uh, slam into the... Uh monitor here because you're wrong i'm sorry it's a good guess i guess i guess it was a good guess maybe it wasn't but it's actually very far away from our city of the day it's actually many hundreds if not thousands of miles away so erase well, that i backdrop. mean i flew all the way out here is that timeshare uh, do you have one around here talk to vic he's running a timeshare company now uh, no, it's not Helena, Montana. Did you guys play in Helena? How did you come to Never. that conclusion? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll tell you how, how I did. Um, Doug, you know, I heard Montpelier and I thought, okay, we're dealing state capitals, the least populous state capital. <clears throat> and then I heard Juno and I was like, that's what it is. I, I messaged Matt, but um, I realized that was, wasn't what it was. Um, so I was on Wikipedia searching for any order of states and, uh, did you know that uh, the fourth lowest uh, IRS contributions from a state uh, is Montana after uh, the last three cities? Well, uh, this is this is riveting no. content, Ryan. But uh, that you is know, not Ryan, correct. that's interesting. That's uh, <laughs> wrong. It's wrong. I mean, when you because it was tax when, season, maybe I was looking at the COVID cases. Thanks, I was Ryan. looking into. Yeah. I, I would say that maybe there's a correlation between. I would not. And you know what? We have uh, uh, no offense, Ryan. Matt's trying to change the love, subject. We have a here. much more important guest on zoom yeah oh we do <laughs> we do well did we say what the city thank was you for the oh, show. No, we didn't. ryan thank you i like the way that your neil, brain what? works it just didn't work properly this time <laughs> try again thank later you, neil. i probably could say the same to you well so. you could and, and people by trinity probably zoomers good. wish me uh, luck next time thank you ryan we'll see you hopefully trying, in ryan. better circumstances where you didn't screw yes. something up he could have won that t-shirt and you need one of those not. family feud no things no t-shirt um, I just got a quick question for you, Buzz. What's a city? Wait, you have What's to tell city? us the city, Neil. Who cares? No, <laughs> the city is Dover, Delaware. Dover. I've played Dover. I knew it. <laughs> that we, we both played it. We played that on the 51, 50, 51. Did we? In 51. Yeah, we did. Did we? I, I don't remember. You didn't even know Dover existed. Yeah. Well, Dover, Delaware is our city of the day. The weather Delaware. in Dover today is a high of 84 and a low of 63. What's the venue there? I don't remember. See? Yeah. It's called the dump. <laughs> At least I remember being there. It's called the, the shithole. The crap. 
Yeah. Crap. It's room. called the urine Crap. smelling nightmare. Yeah. I did the Bend Over tour once when I went. Bend Over. First, I just played Bend Oregon and then Dover. Um, we did. We did the fuck. Guinness Dover. didn't care about that. We did the fucked over too. <laughs> fucked over. <laughs> hey, I have a quick question guy. though. How much did fucked Guinness over. want for that? Um, thousands. One thousand. Thousands. Oh, thousands. Yeah. Thousands of so that guy with the fingernails that are a mile long, <laughs> he's, he's, he's got money? Apparently. How's he even going to write the check apparently. with those fingernails? If we didn't pay him, they weren't interested. Not at all. Didn't care what you did. Nightmare. Yeah. Folks, we got a special guest uh, via remote. <gasps> uh, Look who it is. And <laughs> Mr. Bungles, Trey Spruance. You guys know very well. Yeah. And he's here uh, with us remotely from his library. Like 14. 14. Something like that. Wow. 15. 13. Yeah. 13, I think. 13. And Who's you guys that? have a new album out, and, and I'm actually all over this thing because I opened for It's a live album. And, uh, and uh, it's called The Night They Came Home. What's the story with this? It's uh, the audio recording of our, of our live stream show that we did in Halloween last year, which was the one gig I had in 2020. One too many. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a brand, brand new album. I, I don't know how many albums we're going to be able to make out of this one demo, but it's looking to be about three at this point. Four. The demo, the record, this release, and something that we can't talk about yet, but four. There's four versions of this new record. What about a single? You guys doing a single off of it? I don't think so. It's been a year, hasn't it? It's over a year. No, yeah. it's over a year since we recorded it, I guess. But no, there's no singles. What, what singles are going to be Anarchy Up Your Anus? I mean, I, I don't think they're we should get uh, We should get like some hot producer to uh, do a, a remix. With we a, tried that once. Remember, that didn't work at all. I do remember that. And, and that was with a good song. That was your song, Retro Vertigo, and they didn't do shit with it. Well, who did it? Uh, Marshmallow? Yeah, who did it? Oh, it's sim- similar. One, one named Flood. Flood. Oh, Flood. I know. Oh, yeah. I, I know Flood. I've never yeah. heard of him. I, I thought you meant too, like right? an EDM producer or something like. Sounds like he he's is probably a, oh, like Diplo. Maybe we should get. Diplo. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I'm sure we could get. Maybe him. we should get Diplo in here and just beat him to death. <laughs> <laughs> Urinate all over him. He record, hates me. I hate him. And record it and put it out as a single. Yeah, with his name on it, it would sell. <laughs> That's it. What a swine that guy is. <laughs> Just a real he's, shit pig. I bet he's in some Motel 6 right now. <laughs> I hope he's Well, at least they left the light on. Um, so this new, the, the new album, I mean, this is going to sell a million copies. No, it won't. Okay. Well, they told me to be positive. <laughs> I might, by the time I... More, you think? By the, More? By the time I croak, I might have sold a million Total. records of all Total. the records that I'm on. <laughs> I've sold a million records, but the records I sold at a flea market. Yeah. They weren't your records. <laughs> no, they were like Fog Hat records and uh, Anne Murray, stuff like that. Who doesn't a lot want of work. A, who doesn't want a Fog Hat record? People will buy them if you price them at 10 cents. Yeah, it's eBay, eBay counts as a thrift store, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and Trey, here's an interesting trivia factum. Factum. You got a factum sound? Okay. Factum? Think. I think, think. stumped. Think. Here's a factum. <laughs> Jeopardy. Trey, 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 I, I, I mean, I got all the... Yeah, here we go. Trey produced the first few Neil Hamburger records with me. Can you believe that? That's, that's, that's a factum or a factum. factum from like 1993, 1994, 95. So producing... Yes. Producing... We went into the studios and, and, and made these records. 
I had a great time. Was this before you ever went did a live show? Yes, it was very, very early on. So before you ever did yes. live comedy, you did albums. You yes. actually had an album. You're the out. first comedian I think that ever has done such a reverse trajectory of things. It's not wise. Well, the, that explains yeah, the, it. the artists and, and the, the interaction between the artists and the audience because they're live albums. They're, they're live albums. It's live in the studio. And, you and put out a live album before you ever performed live. Several live mm-hmm. albums, yeah. And and we had an audience member very popular with the listeners, a guy who yelled out during one of the jokes, Metallica, and that was Trey. He, he, he was the Metallica guy that yelled and ruined the joke, but of course it was all fake. What kind of a, what kind of a producer just fuzzes out the microphone like that? That, that was really unprofessional. So many glitches. Huh? <laughs> I think that the sight gags was the, is the most interesting thing that, that happened. I think that was on the... The Drag City record. But it was on I, uh, America's Funny Man. We had like a five-minute sight gag, the X-rated hot dog vendor. Just, just sounds. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, just sounds. There's no, you know, it's just sight gag. So he's not, there's, there's nothing to, to work with lyrically. <laughs> a sight gag on record. Yes. <laughs> like an electroacoustic music kind of concept. It, it worked out pretty beautifully, I thought. The scissors, the snipping scissors, and then the, the audience laughing. You're assuming oh, the man's cutting off they his love own the penis. <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, yeah, so, I guess maybe that was t- a tie-in with the zipper stick. Yeah, well, everything was at that point. Uh, Trey, do you have a question for these guys? Maybe these guys have a question for you. Maybe it's just, when are we all going to see each other again? Yeah, really. Jesus. Well, I mean, uh, if you do the 50 states in 50, what is it, 50 days? 51. 51, 51, because we did D.C. Oh, okay. They added right, that, that in. Counts. Yeah. On that I mean, too. I would love to see that again. I, I didn't. I missed that whole thing. Would you go to every night? <laughs> Be a lot of shows. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys have a roadie? Was there anybody who saw every single show? Oh yeah, we had a crew, but and we also put it out as a DVD. You know, so it's like a well, did anyone follow you around set? like fish heads? No, we did it. Our, we filmed it ourselves. But I mean, yeah. did did you have like people following you around? Like, um, oh, I, I don't know. I didn't pay that much attention. Pro- <laughs> those, probably the ones who spiked our tires. <laughs> yeah, the ones that spiked our tires uh, after uh, like forty eight shows. But uh, um, if I had to do it over again, I would start in Hawaii and then do Alaska and get the flying out of the way. Yeah, so. Oh, that makes sense. It wasn't until we were leaving the Hawaii the airport in Honolulu towards the hotel that I thought, okay, we're actually going to finish this thing because <laughs> anything could have happened, you know. Did you put, how many shows did you do where you were sick to your stomach? Mm, not, not too many. We had a good connect, so we were never sick. Mm. <laughs> not too sick. You know? So you had the, you were getting a coupon, discount coupons from Denny's, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. I've got a question for all three of you guys. If, if some jerk, basically, approached each one of you separately, I need three answers here. <laughs> and said, oh, I'm such a big fan. I love what you do. And I have my own band, and it's horrible. We're stinking rotten. And we just made a terrible album. And it's it sucks. Would you play a little bit of a solo, a guitar solo or a bass solo, that, and, and we can splice it onto our awful music <laughs> to hopefully spruce it up, and, and we'll pay you. We'll pay you. Ooh. But but yeah, we're going to put your name on it, too. What's, what's the fee for this? And is it even possible? Ahead. Trey, you're first. I mean, this this just happened two or three days ago. <laughs> two or three days. Name the band. It happens, it happens a, a lot. This, this, although it's, there's a slight difference. They, they'll say, um, 
yeah, I made, I made recordings of, you know, I farted into the microphone and was puking and, you know, it's fucking awesome, dude. You're going to love it. Will you play on it? Will you put this on your record? Dude, you're going to love it. I, I recorded in my bedroom. It's just like the shit you do. It's amazing. <laughs> I get that shit. Well, sure what is the price? Shit too. What's you the price? What would oh, the price. Yeah, bottom line. I guess it's a sliding scale. Sliding. How offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sliding, like the, the content of their music, sliding out of... What are well, the odds that you'll just say, no, go away? I'm more of a ghoster, you know? I just don't say anything, but... Um, <laughs> if you didn't get it, you can't respond. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, sometimes <laughs> people it. will really, really deeply offend me, and then I'll, then I'll respond. It's either that or, or it's something good, and um, I'll try to get into a working relationship with them, but that doesn't happen. That happens like once out of 600 times. Yeah. What about you guys? Are you willing to... Put your guitar sounds or your bass sounds in some cases. Well, we're on, we're or, playing together today, so we're oh, certainly no. Willing. Yeah, <laughs> and it's he's not it's he's not getting away for cheap. No. Well, what if it was Russell Crowe? There's other ways to pay Russell Crowe. Yeah, what's the Russell what's the Russell, Russell Crowe price? Does he have a band? He's got a horrible band with like Kevin Bacon. I think it's just him and a bunch of losers. But if Russell Crowe wanted to pay us to be on his record, I would say yes, I'll do it. How much? Yeah, that's good um, marketing, man. I would do it for as much as he was willing to give me. <laughs> Four hundred dollars is all he's. I wouldn't be willing to do it. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let him. What's know. the lowest? <laughs> the lowest for Russell Crowe? Yeah. <laughs> One track. Well, I'd imagine he has deep ten pockets. Grand. Deep pockets. I would do it for ten grand. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What about grand. Billy Bob Thornton? Because he does an awful band too. <laughs> They no. made a, they made a whole double album. Billy, it's horrendous. If you look at Billy, he looks like he's got a really good drug connect, so it might be pretty cheap for but us. But you don't take drugs. No, we never would. No, we would never do that. No. So how much would it cost for <laughs> Billy Bob? <laughs> There's different ways of payment. <clears throat> so who knows? A sliding a sliding scale. It's a sliding scale. Yeah. yeah. What about uh, like a just like a game show host, somebody like Drew Carey? He's doing a disco album. <laughs> oh, man. And he wants, a, wants a funky, like a cool-in-the-game type bass I'd, line. I'd slap the bass all over that for, you know, like 1500 bucks. 1500 bucks. 1500 bucks. Wow. For, for wow. the whole album or per track? <laughs> per track. Okay. I would do it for free just for, um, what do you call it, just for my... Um, It'll help my career, you know. Oh, exposure. Yeah. Exposure. Yeah, exposure. yeah. yeah, yeah great exposure. exposure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Great exposure. Especially considering now that no one buys records. <laughs> be great exposure. <laughs> they would buy a Drew Carey disco record, I think. I'm not really aware of Drew Carey. Good. Is, that, is he related to Jim Carey? <laughs> yeah. I think uh, 500 years ago, there, uh, there, there was a relation, but the <laughs> seed got spread very thin over the years. <laughs> Five hundred years ago, the Carey uh, clan came, to, came together. <laughs> this Carey clan. Um, here's a question for all you guys: If a fan approaches you after a show and says, "Hey, I love, love what you guys do. You're my favorite group, and I've made you an apple pie," <laughs> um, and here you go, take it back to your hotel and enjoy it. Absolutely who's, not. Who's eating this no, pie? No, 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 no. Don't no. eat food from fans. Absolutely not. I was doing a straight into the dumper. I, I played a show in New York once, a small uh, show, and uh, afterwards, backstage, someone said, "Hey, somebody brought you this giant sandwich. It was a huge sub." And I saw it, and I'm like, I'm, "There's no way I'm touching that." And um, a fellow musician who shall, I guess, rename nameless, uh, 
decided he was going to have some, and he took quite a few bites of it, and then he said, wow, the the, the razor blades are a little rough, but the LD, LSD is good. Oh, no. And that was real. Yeah. The razor blades. <laughs> but, yeah. Razor blades I mean, you and can't, you LSD. Can't trust. Right. Usually it's apples with the razor blade. Right. The classic. You could be on uh, the people, like when you're on tour and you're touring with other bands, often they're playing practical jokes on each other, too. So, like, it's not just fans. You can't trust anybody. Mm-mm. When when Secret Chiefs was playing with, um, with Dead Cross... At the end of the the tour, it was really it was highly suspect. In the backstage area, they had this big cake, you know, to celebrate the end of this this tour. Which this was not a festive tour; it was really out of character. So you have this cake, and I noticed, like, I just watched the members of Dead Cross to see who was going to eat the cake, and none of them were eating the cake. <laughs> and then, except for like really drunk crew members and stuff, you know, they they would go up and eat the cake, and then. I noticed that they were kind of snickering about it. Uh-oh. They tried to get some of our band members to eat the cake. And I warned them. I told them, like, you know, I, I know, I know a, what's going on here. Was it drugs a, or diarrhea? You've, what, 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 you've what, been on tour with Patton before. Yeah. You know the score. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know the score. And, and, well, what was and, wrong and with the cake? Name I never it. found out exactly what was wrong, but there was they, – they had hired, um, like, a sex worker to entertain somebody in the crew, which was sort of a joke. Yeah. And it was, there was definitely some, it was some kind of, you know, you you talked about it. Where did you talk about it? Like we're all, we're having a contest with a cracker. I kept thinking of that. We're having a contest here with a cracker. Contest with a cracker. Let me ask you this guys. We got a, this is our last question. I think this is a good question too. When the Beatles had that cracker. Would you be more likely to eat (laughs) a cookie if, if a really nice, wholesome sort of person came up to you and said, I'm a registered nurse, don't worry, I'm a good person, I'm a caring person, I love your music, I'm not a weirdo, and I've been working at the Dignity Health for 12 years, I'm really a good good lady, and I have two kids, it's always and, a good I'm, sign and, I'm a, and I'm a baker on the side, and I made these cookies, they're delicious. It's always a good sign when someone tells you that they're not a weirdo. Yeah. It's, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and then, so no you worries. have this, you have that, you've got this tray of 12 cookies that she made. She seems okay. But then you also have somebody who says, my band is great. It's great music. Here's our CD. Please listen to it in the car. What are you more likely to do? Listen to the CD or eat one of the cookies? You mean if you have a gun to your head and you have to do one or the you other? i do one of those. <laughs> I'd take the gun. <laughs> you just get shot. I'd take the gun. <laughs> okay, I think I that think makes we used sense. To, uh, didn't we, Trevor? We used to. I mean, uh, on Mr. Bungle tours, like way, way back in the era of CDs, people would hand us, you know, yeah, what a hundred CDs per night or oh, something, yeah. and throw them up on stage. Really, yeah, they'd just be everywhere. And one of the, I think we would entertain ourselves uh, the next morning, you know, on the drive by putting in. Yeah, you know, we listen to a lot of them. Things. We would call it demolition derby, <laughs> demolition derby. because we'd list, we'd put it in, we'd scroll through a couple songs, and then we'd throw it out the window at the nearest uh, highway sign. And one of those CDs <laughs> was Michael Jackson's first album. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I guess we're um, wrapping this up. We've got uh, legendary comedian Todd Berry here. You guys are off to record a new album this morning. Yeah, yeah. We get the whole thing done in a wow. couple hours. Fuck yeah. Trey, good to see yeah. you. Yeah, you too. Yeah. I, I didn't know you guys were going to be together in Los Angeles. I thought you'd be all stuck in 
Uh, right. We we're secret about what we do. That's pretty good. <laughs> you have to with these cookie people and these yeah. CD people. People are handing cookies all the time. Well, Trey, it's good to see you. Thanks for uh, popping in here. We've got uh, a lot of great folks here today. We're t- I'm trying so hard, and I feel the disappointment from the back. <laughs> these guys that are like, this is Radiating. not, not the way the show's supposed to go. <laughs> it's like a sunburn on your back, you know? <laughs> Burning through your clothes. Neil, you're doing a great job. I mean... The less we have to do, the be- that means that you're doing right, good. You know, right. the less uh, noise quiet. we need to make uh, means mm-hmm. you're you're entertaining the. Well, I didn't like the noises, but then I kind of grew fond of them. But hey, mate. Yeah, I thought the dancing thing was pretty well placed. See? <laughs> oh, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's a big uh, compliment. Yeah. So um, we're going to bring in Mr. Todd Berry now, uh, who, of course, we all know from uh, television, stage. I-, I don't know if he's in Broadway plays. But certainly stages. Well, you guys, thank you so much for coming by our little uh, you bet. sound Thanks, stage guys. here. Thanks, guys. Thank you, thank, thank you. you. Nice it's great to be here. It was good to have you, and uh, hopefully, that's not that's a reunion. <laughs> yeah. Good. Remember reunion? Uh-huh. You want to? Do you want to give away yeah, a T-shirt a lot of during hits. this uh, transition, Neil? <laughs> Should we take some callers? Yeah. yeah, we're going to give away a T-shirt. Are either of you guys wearing a T-shirt? <laughs> uh, we got some extras. Vic's got a yeah. Vic's got a T-shirt on. We could Swap give my out. Jacket for you. Right. Thanks a lot, you guys. Thanks. So Thank much. you, See you guys. Thanks so much. Be careful out there. Eight five zero. Dirty people that you got to stay away from. <laughs> Uh, yep, just uh, here to claim my shirt. Caller number 10 here. Oh, good. We, uh, give oh, we us your, a, uh, give us your home oh. address, and one of the other viewers will come by your house with a shirt. Uh, yeah, I'll do that uh, off there. Um, see you, yeah, see thanks see for having me on. Thanks for the T-shirt, and see you, uh, Trevor. good to be here. Can you guys play some real loud, crazy, raucous, wild music to bring out uh, the legend Todd Berry? Thanks, 850. Is, is yeah. he getting a shirt? Oh, you know what? We disconnected. Sorry. <laughs> Whoops. Is Todd... Uh, is he coming? Okay. Todd's you, wanna, let's take, you want to take another caller in the meantime? Sure. Yeah, we'll take a call. Some Someone needs some life advice. 617, Matthew Smith. Well, hello, Matthew Smith. 617? Neil. Thanks yes, for taking Matthew. the call. Of course. I I'm, I'm always have time for you. What's your uh, question? You're, I just want to say, first, uh, you're a legend. Um, and uh, I, oh, thank you. I haven't had the opportunity to see you live myself, but uh, I do plan to next time uh, you tour. Well, you know, I've got a show coming up in San Francisco, California, ladies and gentlemen. We're announcing it here. August 7th at the U.S. Mint. That's where they actually mint coins and bills and things. They don't there anymore. The building's abandoned. It's gone to seed. It's at Fifth and Mission. I'll be there with Major Entertainer and JP Incorporated, uh, and you can get the tickets online. I'll, I'll be posting a JPEG, but if you can come out to San Francisco, I know 617 is pretty far from there. So, uh, you Well, might, you I, might I don't reside in Massachusetts anymore. Um, it's, a, it's a shithole place. Um, well, uh, don't I'm say that to Michael Dukakis. Again, He'll so. flatten you. 
I'm back in Austin, Texas, but, you know, I wanted to call in. Uh, I'm not looking for another T-shirt. I have too many already. And uh, just looking for the life advice, if, if you would be so kind. I can try. I don't think I've run my life particularly well, so I don't think you should ask me. But what's your question? Uh, I, I'm just looking to see, you know, how, how can I better my, my well-being in, in this uh, crazy world? Uh, eat more apples. Uh, stay away from the oily, sort of the greasy garbage food and just eat apples. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And uh, don't watch uh, any stand-up comedy at all except for our next guest, Todd Berry. Hey. He's oh, one love, of the only I, guys I that actually well. fulfills the promise of stand-up comedy by actually <laughs> telling jokes. I'm the apples of stand-up comedy. I think so. Yeah, I'd have. I, I know I said you're a legend, but I'd have to say Todd's the bigger legend. I'd have to agree. Sorry about that. I mean, we've done uh, shows together right. and gotten a lot of arguments about that, but uh, I'd call it a tie. I, I'm sure. Oh, but... that's nice. <laughs> now <laughs> that, that was a good you. sound. <laughs> wow! Can we get more sounds like that? <laughs> All right, thank you, Matthew. Six you guys have a good rest of the show, and. Uh, uh, I'm going to hear let Todd get to talking. Good. <laughs> Good. I think we should have Todd talk to some more call, callers. Well, I'm the first caller. I'm calling Todd. <laughs> uh, Are we on right now? We're on. Because I don't see myself. We're streaming on the internet. Yes. Am I supposed to see myself no, or it doesn't no. matter? You, you won't see yourself. <clears throat> Todd, okay. I, I have done many shows with you. And, of course, to my way of thinking, which is the right way of thinking, you're the best in the business. And, of course, always with the turn of phrase that I find very funny. And uh, what I'm wondering is, with all the, the skill with words and all that, have you ever written any songs? I have written, <clears throat> I actually have written songs, but I'm too embarrassed to talk about them. Why, even to talk about them, not just to sing them? I don't want you to sing them. Well, I do want you to sing them, but you don't even want to talk about them, okay? Um, I, yeah, I'm going to get all embarrassed if I talk. I wrote, I wrote and recorded a couple of songs. Uh, one was for a, uh, my first girlfriend when I was 20 years old. And what I mean, album? when I was 16 years old, not when I was 20. What was the song title? Can you, can you <clears throat> tell us that? She, it was called Old Lady Bras, and she is this girlfriend. She, she made the comment that she wears old lady bras. Oh. So I wrote a whole song called Old Lady. <laughs> and I don't even know where the master tapes are, but. Uh, <laughs> so if I, I offered the first to time release I've that? ever revealed that. Release the tapes, Todd. Can you I release find it? Those tapes I'm kind of mortified, but. Uh, can I release it on my uh, my vanity label, Million Dollar Performance? It is crazy that I would do that and not know where it is anywhere, yeah. like have no record of it. But then again, maybe things, I would be mortified if I listened to that. Well, maybe she has it. Can we can we call yeah, her? Track her down. No, she actually Googled me about 10 years ago, and we went back and forth. But that was that. Wow, did I kill the show? Or... <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to a live audience, and, I'm, and I know when to speak next. What, what the... instrument do you play? Oh, I... Well, I used to play drums, but not very well. But, that's what that's what they all say, the drummers. But how'd you write the song? I was just curious. Like, oh, I. Oh, that's a good question. I, I maybe just that's a good that's a great question. I think I just uh, maybe knew a few chords on a Casio piano or something. I don't even remember. So it wasn't an Afrobeat number. It was. I mean, it wasn't. It was. It wasn't a Yes song or a, or a Rush song or anything like that. It was a. I'm gonna guess it was two chords and probably. Uh, yeah, that's well, that. Maybe a little later you'll do it for us. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I. I, have... oh, I thought that was. I thought that was Roxy music for a second. 
Um, I asked the other guys about this. They didn't really have much to offer on the subject. <laughs> but over the many years that you've been touring, and of course, we're all in that same boat. Yeah. Um, have you seen any notable decline in quality of any particular chain of hotels? Um, well, I'm not going to slag any hotel chains, but no, I will No, you can. Say, no, it's not my style, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm known for not slagging, making waves in the hotel. But I will say there's, I could tell you chains that I, well, I mean, I feel like in a way they're all the same. A lot of them are the same. Like your Holiday Inn Express and the Hilton Garden Inn and the Courtyard by Marriott. You can, those are coin flips as far as I'm concerned. But Four Point Sheridan is a step below. Uh, but now there's all, now there's all, there's like, like these something by Hilton, like all these quote boutique brands. Yeah, by. Yeah, by Hilton. I forgot why I can't. Moxie by Hilton or something like that. Sure, or maybe that's by Bash Western. But, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I always stay at some place that's passable. Yeah. Although we stayed, you and I stayed at a hotel in uh, somewhere in Ohio, I believe, where. We got there, and the uh, the woman at the front desk was folding towels, <laughs> just like putting them on this filthy countertop. She's like, "Yeah, hi, can we, you know, like, shit." At least there was a front desk. I know, mm-hmm. but it was, this was like a chain hotel, and I kind of remember what it was, but I'm not gonna. The Baymont Inn. Oh shit! I think Wait, you're, you said right. that there's now hotels that don't even have a front room now or a front desk, right? A front desk? What are you talking about? Didn't you say that? You told me Off that camera. today. Off oh, I did. It was earlier. Yeah, I just I, I thought that would be. We talked about hotel. What did I say? I don't remember that. You were, said you, there, there's hotels that don't even have a front desk, yeah, and you asked you use WhatsApp yeah. to get in. Oh, you're right. I did talk about that. <laughs> that was a long time. Okay. I thought that was a cool story, but you know, <laughs> no, we don't I think that was that. in. Uh, I think that was in Oslo. I stayed at a place <laughs> where like it was, we're a rock and roll hotel, and like we don't have a phone. You don't need to call us, but if you do, text us on WhatsApp. Like, you're gonna text. Text the front desk WhatsApp. <laughs> wow. Do you remember funny. how you got in? I mean, they had keys. It wasn't like, you know, oh. not everything was weird about the place. Like, they had doors and keys. But I <laughs> remember there was, no, there was no closet either. So I was like, kind of just looking around like, what's some, something's not right with this? Other? And they had like these little pegs. That was where your closets. And, huh. Oh, man. Don't Jeez. get me started. On, on but this Baymont Inn, come back to that. <laughs> this woman... I we we paid cash. Remember this? Yeah, yeah. And then and I said, "Can I have a receipt?" And she said, "Oh, you'll get your receipt at checkout." Then when we went to checkout, they charged us for the whole room. And I said, "No, we 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 paid." Yeah. And they said, "No, you don't yeah, have you have that. a receipt." No, we don't have a receipt. She told us we get it at checkout, and they said, "Nope, we have, you you didn't pay." And they made us pay a second time. Did we get the money back? Yeah, we. But we remember we yelled on yeah, the phone I, while we were driving across Ohio. Yeah, that was that was brutal. That was nasty. And she called us a liar. Remember yeah. that? On the phone, on the speakerphone. That happened to me at a bar once where I ordered, I was with someone and we had just one round of drinks. And then the waitress came by with her. She was, and I go, there's four drinks. And she's like, you had four drinks. I was like, it was, it's infuriating. It's, you want to Because like, I'm not, I don't scam bars out of two drinks. It's like, how did you not keep track of two drinks in a bar that's pretty empty? Oh, don't get me started on that as well. Just don't get me started on anything. Really. What I want to know is, do you think that with the uh, the COVID that's really ruined a lot of things, uh, quite frankly, this isn't news, uh, but it did it did kind of uh, put a damper on some of the joy in all our lives. Am I right, guys? Do you have a sound? <laughs> do you have a sound for that? Someone asked me if I was getting a vaccine. I said, no freaking way. No way. You're going to die! <laughs> the coronavirus. 
<laughs> well, there we I'm go. But do you think that the uh, do you think that the, the in the aftermath of this COVID scene, if you can call it a scene, uh, that we're going to see fewer selfies and more autographs? Maybe autographs are coming oh, wow. back. It's funny that autographs used to be like I get asked for an autograph like once every six years now, and they're better. <laughs> they're better than a selfie. Yeah, I mean, I, do you have a real autograph? Like, I have a contrived autograph that I came up with, I don't know, like 30 years ago, which isn't like, I don't make the T's the way you normally make a T when I write. In case somebody finds your checkbook. I don't know. For some reason, I was like, I need a cool <laughs> signature, and I don't even like my signature. And, and now, now, as you get older, you just kind of look. Well, I don't like that. Because these, these kids, oh, they're like, oh, I love... I love Green Day. I can't wait to get a Green Day autographed guitar and, and yeah, pay yeah. $10,000. And then these guys in Green Day, they just go... <laughs> <laughs> this isn't something you want to display. If you look at Judy Garland's autograph, it's got a flourish. You know, they really yeah, put some, some effort really in, it, like right. your autograph too, and mine, quite frankly. I want to be able to read every letter of an autograph. I don't want somebody going... <laughs> And think about the pills Julie Garland was on, and she was still able to write a full... Uh, I walked by exactly. um, in New York years ago. Natalie Merchant was filming a video, and I saw a little girl come up to her between takes, like an actual little girl. And I don't know what she wrote on this, but it was like a 10-minute autograph. <laughs> like, you drawing her pictures? What's going on? Life advice, probably. But uh, yeah, I don't... I, now, that's a mark of a star. Yeah, I think I'd rather do an autograph than a selfie. Well, the thing with an autograph is, is that it... It lasts, and you can give it to somebody else. A selfie, nobody wants a right. selfie of some guy with a star they like, but they would take the autograph. Selfies are trash. Don't ask me for them anymore, Do any you, of you. Um, I like the eBay. You get the eBay guys who come up to you? Oh, yeah, those guys where they have the stack of shit. stack of shit, and they kind of drift into the show after the show's over. It's like, you, I, you didn't even go to the show. And then they're like, hi, can you sign 90 of these for me? And I was like, oh, you must be a really big fan of mine. Yeah, one guy told me, I go, why are so many of these? He goes, well, I use them to offset the cost of what? The stuff that you didn't have to print to begin with? Like, print one out, then you don't have to. He's pretending like it was a benefit. Like, okay, if you sign 30 of these, it bankrolls the one that I, I really need. But uh, The only way to defeat those guys is to flood the market with your autograph so that it's so devalued. But also, I mean, I, I, I'm always like, good luck with that. I'm sure you're going to sell this really quickly. Good luck with your Todd Berry autograph. That's how humble I am. You guys start doing crypto autographs somehow. What would that entail? Todd coins. <laughs> <laughs> that way you don't have to do anything. It's all digital, you know. There are those auto one. pens too. They're just like you set you set the autograph oh, in. Yeah. It's like dude. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, presidents use those. That'd be funny to do that, like at the merch table. It's for COVID reasons. I, I, can't, I don't want to touch the pen. It's just like a weird <laughs> mannequin. Right. Like, just Arm wave like, to the person. Hey. <laughs> Enjoy this. Have you had a thing? I've had this where I somebody bought something and wanted me to sign it, and I got the name wrong. As I started signing the name, I had it wrong. So then I had to turn the misspelled name into right, a I've drawing, you know, to cover up what yeah. I've done. Suddenly they get a drawing of, uh, you know, Boris Karloff <laughs> to hide the fact that I wrote to Karen instead of to Kate, you know. My paranoia with that is I'm always like, oh, do I have to throw this out now and do a new one? That's why you got to do the Boris Karloff drawing. <laughs> I think I will steal that from <laughs> Somebody said do some drops, so I did it. There you go. I did one. 
horror drop. So, Todd, you've been locked up for the last year, not in jail. I mean, with the COVID jail. <laughs> yeah, I've been uh, I've been locked up in a one-bedroom apartment with a cat. How many uh, of these? Uh, I guess they call them online uh, performances. Have you done, or did you just? I probably did about, I'd say, fifteen or twenty, maybe, and uh, they're very strange. Did you do a bunch of them? No, I've refused. I always they drain me more than a real show. I bet. It's just, it's just weird. You're just like you're done, and you're like looking around. It's like there's your kitchen's right there. It's, it's fucking strange, but uh, yeah, they are draining, and I can't figure out. I think it's because I think I feel like I have to yell because it's not a real. I know it's not like a mic where I can feel like I'm being heard. But they're kind. I mean, they're funner than they're. I mean, I guess they're not that fun. They're really not, are they? They're I mean, not fun I, to watch. They're low pressure. Like I did a few that was like, "Hey, do you want to do a? It's a birthday party, and it was like a little money." And I was like, "I mean, what's there to lose? Like, there's six people on a couch in a whose birthday? I don't even remember. Anyone like notable? someone just like set it up. Nelson like, Mandela. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was Nelson. Mandela. Wow, Nelson Mandela's birthday. How much did he pay for that? I gave him a break. A couple of Neil Nichols. We had some rock and rollers here earlier, and yeah. they, they have rock and rollers on the show all the time. These guys were telling me, and we had a three dog night sort yeah. of guest appearance. I guess I guess I guess you'd call that a three dog night guest. Appearance. One, two, three. Uh, you must have some rock and rollers that come to your shows that are quite I do, notable. Yeah. Notable rock and rollers. Um, One, two, yeah. Three funny. Uh, Slash came to my show in London. The Slash. The Slash. Not yeah. Slash Smith. No, Slash. And uh, I think he came straight from the airport. Then he tweeted about it. And he's like, hey, Manchester, go see Todd Barry tomorrow what? night. Yeah. With a big hat and everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, we, he didn't have the hat, but it was very obviously, oh, shit, that's Slash in this 100-seat theater <laughs> sitting in the back. But uh, one time I did a show in... in uh, <laughs> Do you have a longer version of that? Because <laughs> I was really worried that I might be. Able I don't want to, wanna, you know. <laughs> um, guy uh, Lars from Metallica showed up at one of my shows. Like it's this kind of weird place in um, some outside of San Fr- in the Bay Area, but not in San Francisco. In like a rec hall. I forgot what Sally Tomatoes it was called. Sally Tomatoes. Yeah, and then Jesus. I just I'm standing outside in the hallway, and after the show, and Lars comes over. I'm like, okay. And we, Did he do draw? Uh, Rim shots? <laughs> yeah, he brought his 30-piece drum kit. <laughs> Four kick drums. <laughs> and uh, 19 cymbals. Have you ever gotten one of these, really, I consider them a bit on the degrading side, but I would do it, uh, where you're, you're the backstage entertainment for one of these bigger shows, and they're like, oh, we love this guy, and then they bring you in like a trained you know what I monkey did? to I perform did a for these fucking assholes in their for, green room. I got an offer to do... It was good, pretty good money, and it was literally across the street from my apartment in the East Village. It was a Queens of Stone Age, some sort of listening party, but it was just, no one seemed like they wanted to be there, and then like, there was like a raffle, and I just said, you know, I'm just going to do the raffle. <laughs> I just did, like, it was not a thing where, like, I'm going to try to win this crowd over, because it was just like a mess of an unorganized party. And then I just walked home, like, across, literally across the street. So you just read the numbers, essentially. Yeah, I just pulled, gave out some, I mean, I made little jokes, but it was the thing where, like, no one was going to say, hey, man, you didn't do your act. No one, no one was, it wasn't even organized for that. I I did a bingo thing for charity, and there's a lot of jokes you can make out of those numbers, I got to say, when you're forced to, (laughs) you know. 
I know which numbers you're talking about. How, how do you make a joke out of a number that's not your? Well, classic? I'm not going to do it here because I'm not getting paid. I guess you've never heard the number <laughs> 69, have you? Oh, oh that's, yeah, that's good. Okay. Oh shit! But what if like a non 69? What if like a 32 came out? What would be there? What do you got for that? Get 32, add 30 to 7 now. What'd you get? You got, you got 69. That's man. good. Okay. You just turn it into a 69. Can't be about talking about numbers. <laughs> Tim from Beyond. Uh, yeah, I think I was doing a lot of puns, you know. 22 more people just walked out the door in disgust at the horror of this horrible bingo event. What about it? Shit. You've been asked to MC shows. Like, that used to be it. That was a time oh. where they were like, hey, do you want to MC? For these bands, like, no, uh, can I do a show instead of <laughs> going on when people don't want to see me? But uh, no, it's the equivalent of if you're a band, somebody saying, "Hey, would you like to come out and play half a song?" Right between each act on this bill. <laughs> it's not like a band needs to be like, "Ladies and gentlemen," like they're walking out there. You know what's about to happen. Nobody wants to hear. Yeah, it. nobody likes you. People throw things. I had a guy who brought a big two, trash bag three. full of tomatoes to the show. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Just for you? Yeah. Big ba trash bag. How did they let him and in? And he got him out of the trash. He got him out of the dumpster. <laughs> they didn't let him in. Oh, they, okay. He was at the door insisting on uh, being let in. And they're like, why do you have this bag of tomatoes? Oh, that's good. That's good security. Well, then they called me over and they said, this guy says that you want him to throw tomatoes at you. And I said, no, I don't. Get out of here. Nice. And that was the end of it. This guy. <laughs> but that was his argument. Like, oh, no, Neil likes this. Neil was hoping to be covered in tomatoes <laughs> as opposed to just the clothes he was Todd, wearing. Todd, did you ever open for a band? And I have. And it's not a good experience, or is it always good for you? I usually do it with someone who's got a like a sort of refined... You know, like an Amy Mann or a They Might Be Giants, oh, where there's not going to be a riot break. What's, well, I opened for... Uh, who else did I? Um, well, I opened for uh, the Shins when they were playing under a secret name, and that was good. But and I did it, the only one that time I did it where someone I didn't even know was that Grover Washington Jr., like a jazz guy. I drove to wow. the Valley Forge Music Center, and uh, they paid me pretty well, but didn't even meet him. Just kind of played to this confused crowd. But but it was like I was playing on like a revolving stage that had. 3,000 pounds, 30,000 pounds of gear on it, just eight times of bongos. And, but uh, it was kind of, they were kind of like, eh, you know, we're not going to love you, but we're going to be polite to you. So the jazz crowd is not Yeah, they were, they, were, right. they, were not, they were not bad or Did rude. They and they laughed a little bit. But, but I think they were more like, I don't know why this guy is up there. But, <laughs> but they weren't like actively hating me. But they weren't there to see me. That's good. That seems like the kind of show, if, if I got asked to open for Grover Washington Jr., that would be all over my website, but, but, I but did it's get, not on your website. No. I got asked to. This is one that I turned down. Was I got offered to open for the Beach Boys on July Fourth at Action Park what? in wow. New Jersey, and it was just like I go. I just don't think that's going to be good, man. Turn down for Doug. Wow. <laughs> and then a, a comic Woo. I knew did it and got booed off the stage. It's like there's no way. It's right. a, a theme park. It's the Beach Boys. And I also got asked to do another show with um. I'm not going to mention man, but they they asked me to do 40 minutes at like an amphitheater. It's like no one wants to hear a comic do 40 minutes at an amphitheater when they're there to see a band. No, unless you're super famous. Oh, I don't like my club at all. I love 40 minutes. I don't get what I don't get the relation to that one to what I just said. 
I feel like you just, you're, well, just you're just one, pushing anybody. It's just a little bit one late. Uh, yeah. Thank you for not. I got asked to do uh, <laughs> to do thirty minutes opening for Bad Religion. Remember them? Yeah. And I said, well, I don't think that's going to go too well. But uh, so no, thank you. But then they came back and they said, we'll give you more money. The the guys really want this. They doubled it. So I said, well, how about this? If you can agree that the bar will remove all the glasses and only serve everything in plastic cups <laughs> and that you won't serve any water with the cap on the bottle so that these things can't be thrown at me, right? then I'll do the show. And they, they did that. Really? Yeah, they did it. And sure, people threw some plastic cups, and some, but it was, it was fine. Where I couldn't was believe I had this clout. Can you? Yeah, I mean, it's surprised what you can get if you ask for it. It was a strange request, but they understood, and they said, yes, we'll, we'll make that happen. That's great. Yeah. It was in Sydney, Australia, at the Horden Pavilion. How Big many place. people were there? Oh, it was like 8,000 people. Jesus. Were you terrified? No. No. Really? Well, because I knew that a plastic cup can't hurt. But what, <laughs> I'd be worried that someone would have a full bottle unopened, or opened full bottle and hurl that, and then it would spray you and... I did get a little wet. I did get a little wet, I got to admit. Did they get you a hotel room? Yeah, was it at least a nice hotel room? No, they didn't. Uh, But it was a nice theater. I mean, it was a big, it was a pavilion. And the crowd was laughing? And you did well? I'm not saying you would, but I just, I would be scared. Some of them were laughing, some of them weren't, you know? A lot of young, I mean, you're talking like 12-year-old kids, but they're the worst. I mean, they got the hate in their eyes. You think... (laughs) Oh, look right. at these nice little kids. This is going to be nice. And then these kids are the ones that are the ones throwing things. They're not going to be, hey, spitting. this guy's trying to do stand-up. Be, be respectful. No. They just want to see their heroes right. who are really old so guys. You got that, I mean, they're older than me. Bad it's great that you had that, uh, <laughs> you got that request honored at a massive place. It was two shows, and they honored it at both of them. Wow. Yeah. Now I'm wondering if they were like, we don't even, we never serve yeah, I know. Yeah, probably, I they're they're probably, probably, yeah, we don't have glassware yeah, anyway. Glassware so, yeah, at eight thousand seat, no problem. That had to be it. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, but they wanted to look. Hey, hey, we we can, know, yeah, we did something special. We'll try that. to make this work. I think <laughs> we could do it. I'm like we don't think it. it's the way we do it. But you've done things right in your career, and that people don't throw things at you, right? For the most part, they don't. Yeah, I mean, a couple of times it's happened, but during a crowd work yeah, show. I did, no, I did a show with Yola Tango in Knoxville. And someone threw like a plastic cup, and it was not like it hurt me, but it hurt me like in a disrespect way. And then there was like a line of people apologizing to me who had nothing to do with it. Oh, wow. Yeah, they were just afraid. And luckily, I'm not like someone's going, I'm never going to Knoxville because I'm. I go, no, it was one guy, and I'm not judging your whole city based on one shithead. What led up to the throwing of the cup? I probably just, I think I was probably bantering, and he was just like probably taking it the wrong way. So you're like, you pig. I was ruthlessly, <laughs> merciless, completely unfunny insults uh, that I was hurling at him. Hey, do you guys want to play a game with one of our Zoomers? Has a game. A game? Uh, <laughs> I mean, let's like, leave that up to our guests. Uh, can I get more information Which about game the game? Yeah. Uh, I forgot what you he said. You could let him see is. what he says and dump him. You could dump him if you don't like him. Okay. I don't want to be the one who dumps him, but can, I'll we, dump have, him. can we have no, a signal? Give me a signal. Will dump. You give me a signal. I'll be like, <laughs> I'd be like, get this guy a drink. Uh, that's like... <laughs> Everado. Hello, guys. You there? Hi. Oh, man, this guy's got a... He's prepared. How's it going? Oh, this guy's ready to do this, man. Um, yeah, I just have a, a short trivia game. If you guys are down to play, it's called 
Bald win or lose. What's the prize? Um, <laughs> I will. Uh, I, I can donate like an every office hours of your, mug. Your I can. I can donate an office hours mug. I don't want a mug on behalf of the show. <laughs> Or a shirt or a sticker. How about a bumper sticker? All right. All right, let's play. Mm. Bragging rights. Okay. Sounds like he's the winning. So guys. whoever wins, I will mail them a Canadian toonie, which is worth worth a little less than two dollars in the States. Dollar seventy nine. So <laughs> he's up on based on the he's got it pulled up. <laughs> so I'm gonna just read a, a quick trivia question and you guess which uh, famous Baldwin brother. Oh, Baldwin! Uh, I thought you meant Baldwin. Referring to right. okay. Oh, Todd, I would never make fun of. Just get on with that. the game. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, which Baldwin was recently caught having an affair with his 39-year-old massage therapist? Jerry Baldwin. Uh, <laughs> Stephen Baldwin. I'm gonna go Alec. Yeah. I was going to go Alec, too. Sounds like something Alec would do. I would do, have heard right? that about Alec, mm-hmm. being a New Yorker. <laughs> Billy! Um, to- points to Todd. It was Steven. Ah, well done, Todd. Who then I'm denied allegations and told pro- paparazzi they're out of his mind and to God bless them. And then he drove away on a scooter. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Steven for you. I think what makes this game good is the little, um, the little story of what the backstory. Yeah, yeah the I'm little hearing that. <laughs> well, I hope they, the other ones have good backstory too. Okay, oh. which Baldwin brother has the initial HM tattooed on his left shoulder? Harry Baldwin. Harry Mitchell Baldwin. <laughs> I would say that's Alec. Alec. No, um, Barry Baldwin. James. Hey. James Baldwin? <laughs> How many are, are there? Four of them? I think there's at least four. You don't know how many there are? The, the guy who wrote the book <laughs> on Baldwin <laughs> trivia doesn't know how many Baldwins are? There's at least four uh, that I know. Who of. got the answer right? Did anyone get it correct? You have no, to just. No go. one got this one right. It was Stephen ah. after. Uh, he made a pact with Miley Cyrus that he would cameo on the Hannah Montana show if he agreed to get the tattoo. Um, and so he got the tattoo and was never given the opportunity to appear on the show. Wow. So he's a real dumb guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> By all accounts, I think so. Well, who won? I think we're done. Who won? Congratulations, Todd. One more. Okay, let's is get that a one big more. book let's of Baldwin I was going to say, is that all full? Because we're going to be here a while. Here. <laughs> Look at this. It's book. like a two foot <laughs> thick book. Okay, which Baldwin brother um, sa- said, and I quote Once again, I have made an ass of myself trying to get to a phone. You have made an ass of me for the last time. Oh, that's Alan. Three letters A B A, always A, always B. B A answering always B answering. Uh, then he goes on and on and on. Uh, you're a pig. Oh, he's talking I about his daughter, right? You. You're a pig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Alex. Yeah, that's 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 Alex. And he's he, he's using his quote always like, be closing in a different context with his when he's drunk talking to his daughter. I think they all said that. Alec. <laughs> it was Alec. Yes. Okay. Did I win? Todd's the winner. Todd, I won. won. Way to you go. Won. 
Congratulations. Thank you, man. Todd, I will uh, mail your... It was worth flying out from New York. (laughs) (laughs) Take care, Everardo. I'll mail you a... My favorite Happy. Billy Baldwin moment is when he... Thank you. Good man. luck with that one, selling he, that one to Parker Brothers. Should Billy we try Baldwin. another Zoomer and see if we have better luck? Do you want yeah, to hear the Billy Baldwin story? Yeah, we want to hear the Billy Baldwin story. Billy Baldwin, he posted on like Facebook and Twitter, just spent the last hour with my arms wrapped around my giant six foot four, 17-year-old son. No phones, no words, just silence, breathing, bonding. Well, he got annihilated on Twitter for that one. <laughs> What's that? The comments in that one were brutal. <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> Why does that happen? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, so he he's he's just hugging his son for hours for an in hour. silence. They turn the phones off. Yeah, just got quiet, and they just listen to themselves breathe. Why, what does it matter how tall his son is? I don't. I don't maybe he felt safe in his arms. Why do we have to hear about that? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> That's Billy. All right, who's got, Billy? Uh, Billy what, what's the next Brothers-related trivia guy that we have? Should we see if ha- Haley, do you have some, some Baldwin tri- trivia? You've been waiting patiently. Billy's six foot two. Should be Baldwin, loser, draw. Yeah. You know? There you go. That's the game. Right. Hi. Hi. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Sure can. Okay. That's a nice um, pool you have. Thank you. I am uh, at the famous 10 Apricot Lane. In oh the Hollywood goodness. Hills. Nice. It's nice to see the remodeling they've done. There. Oh, who, who? Yeah. Who famously died there? Uh, someone overdosed. Okay. A child died someone in the pool. Like yeah, a child died in the pool as well. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, but yeah, Neil, I was wondering, uh, since you talk a lot about the musicians that you hate, I was wondering what some of your favorite ones are. Oh, great question. Ooh. I would love to, I can't wait to hear. Well, the likes. musicians I really like are the ones that retire, thus uh, thinning out the competition <laughs> uh, for, uh, for my sorts of bookings, honestly. But I also like some of the ones who are deceased for similar reasons um, or that just are working a different circuit than I am, you know. Fifth Dimension, that's really, that's who I like, Todd. The Fifth Dimension. Fifth Dimension is a favorite. And, and of course, when we've been on tour, we, we would sometimes play music, and sometimes I would play the Fifth Dimension, I have to admit. But usually I think it's best if musicians just stick to their side of the fence and stay out of the nightclubs, uh, and, and, you know, they can play the baseball stadiums and things. And leave the stage, the smaller stages, and by small, I still mean five thousand. Have you ever uh, to lost people a gig like Todd to, a, and me. to a um, to a band? All the time. Really? Yeah. Because was... you get a whole, you know, the hold system. You're like, oh, I'd like, to, I'd love to play. I'd love to play in, uh, uh, you know, San Ramon, California. And they say, well, uh, okay, we only have one nightclub. It's called Ramon's Place. Oh, I'd love to play there. How about January nineteenth? Oh. You can't do that. The the slobs are playing. <laughs> like, the slobs, but nobody. They're like just an awful, dirty band. I did a show in uh, Chapel Hill, North North Carolina, and it was poorly attended because Bell and Sebastian were playing in Durham the same night. It's like that's we're fighting for a crowd, fighting with Bell and Sebastian for an audience, and uh, I think they won. I had that happen in Tasmania, and it was at the Pixies. Oh, really? Where I'm doing a show, and the, the promoter, and I get there, he's like, no one's coming to your show. They're all at the Pixies. And I'm like, but it doesn't seem like the same sort of thing necessarily. Are you sure? He said, oh, yeah, no one's coming to the show. It, 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 it's Tasmania. There's not going to be 
a lot of people coming to town there, you know, to Hobart, Tasmania. Anyway, the Pixies won. We had about 19 people, I think. You know who I had? <laughs> my won. most recent experience with that is, this is exciting. Chicago is playing Tally Hall the same night as Tim and Eric were playing the Chicago Ooh. Theater. But I sold 90% of my tickets. like, oh, man, I would have gotten the rest of those. Those fucking... The 10%. My curse. <laughs> Those shitheads. That's were, the first curse we've had this whole show. Fuck! Pretty impressive. That'd be funny if there was really rigid language requirements on this. Show. I had that with Thin Lizzy actually in, in uh, Omaha. <laughs> I'm doing a show in Omaha, and the promoter's like, "No one's coming to your show. They're all seeing Thin Lizzy at Harris Casino across the river." And I said, "Well, the guy died. The Thin Lizzy guy died 40 years ago. What is this?" And like, well, it's like, it's the drummer and some new people. It's good that they blamed it on someone else instead of blaming you. Twelve people is all I had. Yeah. He was right. And a guy came when I was sitting there before the show was about to start. A guy walks in and says, Neil, I'm the biggest fan you have, but I got tickets to Thin Lizzy. I just wanted to say hi and come back to Omaha soon. That's disgraceful. I, I did know. a show once. Uh, did the uh, yeah. Outside Lands Festival in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and Stevie Wonder was at the festival, and we were on at the same time. So I was performing, and I hear Stevie Wonder's <laughs> literally playing like three hundred yards away, and it's like, "You guys, you sh- I'll be back. You should go see Stevie Wonder, man." It's like, and they all left, or did no, they- no, no. But I was just like, "I, I won't be hurt if you don't watch me and watch Stevie Wonder." <laughs> I did a festival in in. Uh, British Columbia, uh-huh. and Alice Cooper was playing on a stage across from my stage, so I could see his show and hear it from the from the stage. So I told all the Alice Cooper jokes I had, and it felt very empowering to be able to tell the jokes basically face to face with Alice Cooper to say these horrible things about. It. He didn't hear me, but still, I was just saying everything I had at this guy. You should have uh, asked the guy with the bag of tomatoes to come back so you could have hurled them from across the stage. It was. It seemed like it was about five miles to where he was, but I could, oh. I, I could see him. Well, that's a sizable distance. You don't want to get close to that fucking guy. No, he's a, a rodent. Did you, uh, <laughs> did you uh, transcribe any of your jokes about, like... Um, Eric Clapton to be about Alice Cooper, or did you only? No, I had enough Alice. I had okay. enough. How many Alice Cooper you, jokes? Do you have Alice Cooper yeah. jokes? Okay. I do. I mean, I have about an hour and a half. <laughs> you can do a Cooper. Can you do a just a Cooper no. CD of just pure Alice Cooper jokes? I might do a, a flexi disc, maybe of those. I would like to see a box set of that. All right. Like I'll do Bert that for you, Doug. Does <laughs> You've been Cooper. very kind to me here today, so you know? I'll do that for you. As I'll record uh, ten CDs of Alice Cooper jokes and release them worldwide. Sure, <clears throat> I will do it. I will pre-order one now if you get that going. But uh, you probably Records didn't do or? that to Stevie Wonder. You weren't telling Stevie Wonder jokes. No, I wasn't. I, he's very talented, and I respect him. <laughs> um, not that Alice Cooper isn't, but I. I, yeah, it would be weird if I was up there slamming Stevie Wonder. <laughs> well, <laughs> it would be out of character for one, but it would well, be memorable. Sir Duke is playing in the background. <laughs> that guy's not good. You're, you guys came to the right place. <laughs> you don't want to be watching the guy, Stevie Wonder, who does three tours every 30 years. You know he can see, right? That's all a gag. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> I can't believe he went there. Well, that's something you could have said, you know. Oh, yeah, that would have been as part of the thing. Yeah. He's a liar. He's lying about his. (laughs) I don't know if I did this on Twitter or if I just did this amongst friends, but I went to uh, eBay and you look at Stevie Wonder autographs Uh and you just compare them 
And it's clear that they're all fake because there's no rhyme or reason to any of them. Some of them are like beautiful penmanship. Some of them are scribbles. But there's no consistent Stevie Wonder autograph. You know, I don't even know if he signs things or if this is just a bunch of scam artists. They're like, who, who knows? But they don't, there's no rhyme or reason. That's Look at them. So Everyone should they all be, since he is blind, should they all just be like random scribbles? No, and I there think should be, and maybe the ones that are more penmanship, those are the fake ones. I Listen don't know. Those might be the real we ones. have over here. <laughs> I mean, I, I watch enough forensic files to know that uh, you shouldn't trust a nurse with a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, sorry, Mr. Hamburger. I thanks, mean thanks, it. Haley. We'll Thank you, Haley. You Haley. <laughs> Thank you, Neil. Nice to see you. Thank you, Haley, for your uh, for your question. Some of them have good questions. Yeah, that was I was all right with that question. Who would you like to tour with, Todd? If you could pick any <clears throat> musician alive, oh, anybody. I mean, that could it could be Julio. It could be anyone. Who See, would you choose? I would I I would base it on whether I think their audience would not be abusive. So there's probably bands I'd love to do shows with, but I don't know Elvis Costello maybe. I think I know someone who opened for him. I think it went well. But went I, well. But I don't know how often he's using. You'd think he would use comedians. He seems like some choice he would make, but. Um, I, I'm trying to think who else. Who would you? Who's yours? Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Oh, that would be fun. <laughs> um, I don't know. You know, some, sometimes I don't really want to do my act on a bill with somebody that I like, and then just have a bad experience, and right. then I just and feel awful. Like, oh, you know, you're like, I, oh, Celine Dion hates me. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's best just to keep these worlds separate. <laughs> I don't know we neither of us answered that question well. I think, or any of the questions really. <laughs> it's true. all it, dodging. I could I could show you some of the comments. People are saying Dal, uh, Danzig, Herb Albert, Dokken, Bill Cosby. Herb Albert. <laughs> Those are just some ideas that are coming in. Yeah, oh, chat here. I mean, it was Dokken. Yeah, that's who I meant to say. Dokken. Okay, we have an, get to get another one of these Zoom people. They, they these are the right, lifeblood. The lifeblood of the show. Yeah, I we think, are keep the Zooms. Zooms coming. All right, let's talk to uh, Krim. People, certainly not the guest host. Hey guys. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hello. Hey Neil, thanks for the San Ramon shout out. That's actually my hometown, so I appreciate that. Yeah, that's why uh, I did it. <laughs> of course. Um, I wanted to ask you guys a question, actually. I've been living outside the country for the last 19 months, and I'm finally coming home next week. What should I look forward to? Where are you living? Back in the U.S. Give me some advice. I'm in Georgia, the country right oh, now. Oh, wow. I've had Georgian cuisine one time. And it's really good. It was actually. good. Yeah. And it, you know, and then I get to say stuff. I've had Georgian cuisine. So that's really the big What thing. kind of stuff is it? Like stomachs? I don't even remember. I don't remember anything. But, okay. Uh, but it's I, good. There's some good vegetarian stuff. They've also got walnuts. some really good like things and yeah, walnut sauce. Yeah, there was a good green yeah. sauce that I had. Uh it's Kemali, yeah, sour plum sauce. That that's is it. Favorite. Listen to that. That's it. Oh, it's all coming back here. It's all fun. Now where are you coming back to? I like food. Um, I'm coming back to San Ramon, California. Great Where is that? Oh my gosh. Sorry. That's in Bay Area near San Francisco. Why are you in Georgia? Uh, I came out here to be a ski and snowboard instructor and I got uh, stuck with because of the pandemic. Oh man. Wow. How are long you did you think to you were going to be there? At all? Sorry. Just no, so no, but I get, I've gotten that, You've gotten that before. How long did you okay. think you were going to be there? Um, like, Three or four months, and now it's oh, been man. like 19. <laughs> oh. 
they they put you up in a nice yellow room. Not enough time to add some more art to that room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got one little. Uh, I like the, art's the, coming down. the art's coming down since I'm moving out soon. Oh. So yeah, you're gonna remove what that was your photocopy. Question now? What's to expect? Yeah, what, like what? What do you guys like? What What do I need to get ready for? What do I got to prepare for back in the U.S.? What's going on? I'd say buy the cheapest masks because you're gonna hardly ever wear them, and then just uh, go out to eat. You don't have to eat outside. Are you vaccinated? No, I, I have to do it when I get back. Sputnik. Um, why don't you do it before you leave? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, then he, then he's got to get to some of the, the off-brand vaccines. Oh, you're right. They don't, yeah, they don't have enough over here right now, so okay. it's too, it's too right. tricky. Well, get it at the air, get it at the San Ramon Airport when you land. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Did I, you get COVID over there? I haven't even been tested yet. I got to get tested before I. Uh, my, my advice is for you not to come back to this country, then, based, based on you're not even getting tested. <laughs> That's what everyone told me last At year. At least so get I a test for around here. Get a test. Why haven't you been tested? There's no. I I, I haven't had any uh, any reason to get tested. There's been no symptoms. It hasn't been hitting as hard over here either. So uh-huh. it's just been more mellow. I would argue general. there's still a good reason to get tested. But do you like I'm not Georgia? Here to argue. Can I ask about Georgia? What's happening there? I mean, are you? Is it like the movie Hot Dog, and you're like, you're just cruising <laughs> down the mountain every day, and then in a hot tub at night partying, or how's what's the scene? Man, like? it's it's been it's been a wild ride. It's been uh, it's been amazing though. I mean, yeah, this place is uh, it's a it's a country that's like you know it's developed enough to be safe and relatively easy to travel around, but it's still like not super saturated with tourism yet. So the locals like really embrace foreigners and really like want to show you around. They have really amazing hospitality here. Do you so have friends there? That really good middle ground. Yeah. A lot of friends here that I met through the ski school that I started working for. So we just all went through this pandemic situation together, became a huge community and we just kind of stuck together throughout all the shitty stuff going on. So uh, that helped a lot. Well, Krim, um, I, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, and I'd love to hear more yeah. about the shitty stuff, but we are it wasn't, he was saying at the good end stuff, of the show. Not shitty stuff. Oh, we're at the end of the show. It's about well, the shitty stuff. Have you seen and Ski School, to, uh, the 1991 to, film, or Ski School 2, yeah. perhaps? End of the show, Doug. We are... I just... It's a yes or no question. <laughs> Get tested. That's my advice to you. And, and Neil, I can pull up that, uh, that image for you, if you like. What? Start of your, your upcoming show. Oh, sure. Yeah. We can do the, we can do do the end of show plug. Sorry. To... Todd, you got any shows? Got you Let Todd a... advertise your show. Come on. Yeah, I have a ton of tour dates. If you go to my website, I'm going all over the South. Toddberry.com. Uh, San Francisco. I'm going to Santa Cruz. Sellersville, PA. Uh, where else am I going? Carolina. North Carolina. Georgia. Florida dates. Rare Florida dates. Everyone's going to have a chance to see um, Todd. Evansville. I should have given you a JPEG of my tour dates. I would I would have been able to pull it up on maybe after hours if you email it to me we can pull it up. Or it's on Twitter if you can go to Twitter right now. Or it's on toddberry.com. Yeah, you can yeah, you don't have to. I mean I just I realize the visual element I'm really That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, would you like to pull up your uh, image and and talk about your upcoming show? I mean, I, there's nothing to say. It's just you can go or don't go. <laughs> All right. That looks like a cool gig. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be uh, performing over a tiny model of a mint, standing out, working over it, over a plastic mint. Well, that's the show. Um, 
right? Yeah. Right, Matt? Yeah. yeah. Come watch us on After Hours at uh, <laughs> patreon.com slash office hours live. Thank you, fellas, for, for uh, believing in me. <laughs> and I believe in you. Thank you, you for having next me. Week. Thanks, Todd. Are you going to stick around? I am going to stick around. I'm no going to pee first, though. We all do. Oh, don't do that on the show. <laughs> yes, Todd and Neil are sticking around for After Hours. All so right. Patrons, and uh, we might get a call from Italy from Tim. Oh. On After Hours. Wow. He just texted. It's exciting. He's available.